Well, I'm Kurt Whitsitt. Uh, first service, I said I was over the youth. That's not true. I used to be the youth leader. We over outreach, uh, my wife and I, Nicole, and I'm just glad to be at Harvest. But before I go further, let me just give praise. I didn't say worship. Praise to our pastors, honor our pastors. <laughs> Pastor Joe and Mr. Cohen, we, uh, can, can we do better than that? That's so awesome. I want to honor them. Yes. Well, my prayer today is that we leave here changed. That's every week that we came expecting that God is going to do something awesome, that when we leave out of here, something will happen. Uh, I believe that he's speaking to us. I believe that when you leave out of here, that you leave out with something, a nugget, okay? Y'all believe that? Y'all expecting that? All right. What is a weapon? A thing designed or used for inflicting bodily harm or physical damage. What are some types of natural weapons? Swords, spears, missiles, shanks, guns, rockets, knives, or maybe physical hands. Second Corinthians 10, 3 through 4, it says, We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the, argue, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. Isaiah 54 and 17, it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. If I had to title my message today, it would be called, No Weapons. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we just thank you right now for this message. We thank you, God, that it, that it will impact, starting with me, which is how it already has, Father, in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In establishments, you know how you can go in these establishments. They have signs on the door or the window. Even though you have authorization to maybe conceal carry, there are signs that says no weapons. And if you go and proceed to go in, it, you could get, you know, reprimanded if you're caught. But I'm not talking about that. Today, I'm going to be talking about weapons in the spirit realm. So, weapons. The sign that says no weapons. And I'm going to tell you something. Something is happening even now because a lot of weapons have formed in our lives and we don't know how to counter them. So, why is it important to talk about spiritual weapons? The scripture tells us in John 16, that we're going to encounter many trials while we are here on this earth. But we as Christians have to realize we cannot use natural weapons in a spiritual warfare. We have to be assured that no weapons that are formed against us shall prosper. What weapons? Gossip, slander, defamation of character, addiction, sickness, abuse. You know, I spoke with you all uh, maybe last week or so about I was dealing with a coworker, and uh, it's been a challenge. They have called me uh, derogatory names, and I kind of let it ride. I, I just kind of let it ride. So about a month ago, they threatened me. They told me 
if I come to their car, they got something for me. They say they had something for me. And at that time, I wanted to give them the mind of Kurt, but I had to give them the mind of Christ because no weapon. And so what I did, I thought that I was doing a good deed. I said, I'm a, I work for a union. So I said, what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to take this to my human resource because there was a threat involved. And I just want to protect myself. And I let the human resource know. I said, listen, I'm not scared. <laughs> no, you don't have to worry about that. I'm not scared, but I want to protect myself. So I went there and, and told them what happened. Well, come to find out, the co-worker took me to the, they had to bring the lawyers in because they said that I took the fellow, well, the employee, because I don't suppose to tell no union member, I took, they took me and filed a, 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 a grievance towards me. I'm thinking, you threatened me. I didn't, I didn't do nothing. So the lawyers got involved, and so the union president came and told me, said, Kurt, you know, don't worry about nothing because the lawyer called me, and he didn't know that they threatened you, so we're not going to do anything. No weapon. And so I want to tell you, no, that's right, I'm going to clap on that because sometimes uh, when you are dealing with something, you want to really tell people a piece of your mind. And I'm going to tell you something. We're in a climate now where it's a lot of racial tension. I let, let's just be honest here. Inside of God, there is no race. No, grace has no race. But out there, they are trying to cause a division between us. They are trying to get us to a place where we promote hatred. They will try to get us to a place where we will go back to where we came, like our culture. I grew up a certain way. Um, and I told you this before. I grew up where I didn't really care for certain cultures. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care for white people because of what I was told. And so I took on this, and, and every time that I will encounter a white cop, it will take me to a place because I know this is the truth. And it wasn't. And so what I'm saying, I brought that up as, a, as an adult. I had a problem. But God came inside of me and done a work. And I'm going to tell you something. They will try to take you back to Egypt, but you better say no weapon. I, 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 just, I, just, I, just, I just feel it. You have to say I'm not going back. Now let me say this. I do not play the race code now. Because what's for me is for me. Can't nobody stop me. And you got to be to a place where you got to say, you know what, I know you are forming against me, but no weapon. No weapon. And I've seen how God transformed my life. And let me tell you something. I experience is not the truth. Because we, we, we've been through something, that does not mean it's doctrine. Now, I came and brought this stuff into the house thinking, Man, all white people are the same. And they really wasn't. Yeah. All black people don't steal. All serial killers ain't white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Y'all ain't, ain't saying nothing because, okay, I'll go a little deeper. I said this before. There was a, sh there was a shooting going on in Maryland back in the days. And it was a, it was a series of shootings. Yeah. 
You know what? I, it's got to be a white person. They, they white. They, black people don't kill. They was two black people. But I'm just saying you buy into this stuff and we take it like it's our experience. We, the devil, he's the father of life. He's a deceiver. And so what I found out, because I have all different types of people or friends, people are people. At the end of the day, it's good versus evil. At the end of the day, it's good versus evil. So I'm telling you, if you are open today and you say, you know what, I'm dealing with some racial stuff, well, guess what? We're going to believe God going to break it today. I, 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 just, I just believe that. I, I, I just believe it. Um, and, and I'm telling you, this stuff is going on. I think it's released in the spirit realm, and we're going to have to stand up and say, no weapon. <sighs> Naturally, you want to say that, well, we're not equal because uh, whites are going to always get better jobs than blacks, and they're not. Let me tell you something. I serve a king. No matter what, I know Jew or Gentile, if the promotion is for me, can't no devil in hell stop me. I don't care what color you are. You got to believe this, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I, I, I just got to believe it. Now, some may say, because you know what? Your own culture can go against you. Oh, my God. I've been called at work. I go through it. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uh, why are you always talking to white people? You know what? I show them this is how the kingdom looks. I show them this is normal. I show them that, you know what? I'm, no, y'all are not my people. My people is the body of Christ. You got to believe that, that no weapon. Y'all ain't hearing me. No weapon. We cannot continue to buy into these lies. Listen, let me ask y'all this. If you serve God, do you know his character? Do you, you mean to tell me that if I serve God who withhold no good thing from a person, is God prejudiced? So how can we say that he will, somebody can stop something that's going to happen for me if he's over everything? But the devil will make you think that, you know what, just because of who I am, you know, it ain't going to happen for me. You got to start speaking like, you know what, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you want a promotion, speak the promotion. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm telling you, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Let's go to Romans 12, 14, 16, please. It says, bless those <laughs> who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those that who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't you think you know it all? Okay, wait a minute. You mean to tell me when somebody go off on me, cut the grass sideways on me, Say everything, and, and, and I mean, call me out of my name, and you telling me, survey says, bless those, y'all missed that, bless those who persecute you. Now, wait a minute. God, what are you saying? Listen, it is easy to love lovable people. What about when they not? Now, what, now walk this thing out now. Walk, walk, walk it out now, because the truth of the matter is, 
we all had some bents, but that's why we are in here now so God can reconstruct us so we can be a, a glory of God producing the righteousness of God. No weapon. Ephesians 6 and 12, it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Y'all, we're in a spiritual war. And you cannot use natural weapons in a spiritual war. If you go out here talking about you swinging at demons, they're going to put you in a padded room and you're going to have to talk to somebody. Just like you can't see them, but I know I have angels camped around about me right now. You, 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 you may can't see these angels, but I know they right here. You got to know that. You got to know it. Let me tell y'all something, folks. If you are in a place right now, you got to know there is no way I can go under. You know why? Because he's over. He will take me over this. He will make a river in a desert. You got to believe that, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You got to believe it. Let's go. Psalms 21 and 11. It says, although they plot against you, their evil schemes will never succeed. You have people that can be at your job that will try to make themselves look good by putting you down. When the supervisor come around, they act like they know the answer. They got the answer from you. You got people that deal with insecurities and, and then you think they are so confident, but they really not. They're dealing with insecurities, but their schemes won't succeed. You got to believe that. You may be going through something right now where your, your supervisor's on you, co-workers is pressuring you. You're saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just know that no weapon, y'all ain't hearing me, no weapon yeah. will succeed. I'm telling you, this thing is real. I used to think the devil was a little red man with a pitchfork with a tail running around. He looked like us. There are people that are sent from hell itself to throw us off on track. But the problem is we're under 24-hour surveillance. Somebody's always watching us. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody is always watching what we're doing. We're under surveillance because how can I get this glory of God out of my life when I just really want to go off on you? I want to show you, like, it's times, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to be honest, it's times where I want to say, Holy Spirit, you sit right there right man. Just, just You stay right there. I'll be right back. Finish them. I want to do a mortal combat on some of them, but I can't. Y'all ain't hearing me. Sometimes I just want to, like the young folks, they get turned up, but I got to turn down because they watching me. I'm under 24-hour surveillance, and they want to know what can make him tick. Now, I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm still on a, he's still working with me. But I'm going to tell you, I got to consulate, Lord, God, I need you to do it. I need you to, I need you to show me, God. No weapon. Now, I'm going to tell you about a weapon that was formed in the Bible's many. Let's go to Genesis 39. This is a lengthy text, but you're going to get something out of it. Genesis 39, 1 through 23 says, When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelites traders, he was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, 
the Lord was with Joseph. This is the key. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served the home of the Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph. Who is in your house? Oh, my God. Y'all tweet that. Giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar. So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph put, was put in charge of the, his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. Yeah. Who's in your house? Who is in your house? All his household affairs ran smooth and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administration, uh, straight of responsibilities over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about anything except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man, and Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be great, a great sin against God. Verse 10, she kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her and he kept out her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around when he, was, uh, when he went to work. She came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, come and sleep with me, Joseph, told himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand and ran from the house. When she saw that he was holding, she was holding his cloak, he had fled. She called out her servants. Soon all the men came running. Look, she said, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He came into my room to rape me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind me. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him the story. That Hebrew slave you bought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. But when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak. This woman lied on him. A weapon was formed. Now, she kept putting a full court press on him. And men, <laughs> yeah, we, we, got, we got to do better. Because we can't put ourselves in situations where it can, terms are subject to change. Don't tell me you're going to somebody's house at 12, uh, 12 midnight talking about you're going to lay hands. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe that. You, you, you can't put yourself in them predicaments, y'all, and get that. Go home later and, you know, figure it out. Because uh, there's many times where I was in situations where the atmosphere changes and things begin to happen. The enemy will trip you up. I'm telling you, every time, every time that I've came to a situation, he provided a way of escape, but I stayed in the house to burn up. And then I can't say no weapon because I saw the exit sign to get out. So it's, that's for somebody. Okay, but check this out. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story, how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him, that's verse 19. So she took Joseph and threw him in the prison where the king prisoners was held, and he remained there. But watch this. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison. Oh, my God. So check this out. You go from Potiphar's house. 
You lied on me and you said that I tried to rape you. So then you threw me in the prison. But God was even there. It's some people now that you have been to different places, but God is still there. When I was in my low place, when I felt like, God, where are you at? He is still there. Y'all ain't here. Listen, when you're on a valley, he is still there. When you're in the bottom, he is still there. You got to believe no matter what is happening in my life, God is still there. No weapon. So it said that, on verse 21, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph in the prison, and he showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the warden. Oh, my God. When they lied on you and you got fired, you was like, God, I don't know how you're going to provide for me. He blessed you with a better job. When, when they told you that you would not amount to nothing and they formed a weapon, he said, oh, I got you. Let me just raise you up. Let me tell you something. I have seen grandparents who will think that this set of kids was going to be better than these set of kids. To come to find out the one you discounted, God raised them up and these was over here. Oh, my God. You cannot discount God. You thought that this person, oh, I think you always showing favoritism to that one. You thought this one was great to come to find out one. This one is going to that one for prayer. <laughs> they discounted Curtis Whitsitt. I was around folk. I'm telling you, I've been around folk, pastors, bishops, apostles. I've been in ministering training classes. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have all the antics. I, I, I didn't, I couldn't speak the theology, but God raised me up. He took somebody that came from the projects. They thought that he ain't going to be nothing. Raised me up, stamped it, sealed and delivered. Now look, I'm telling you, you cannot discount God. I, I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, God, he will exalt you in due time. No way. I'm still talking about weapons because people will look at you and make you think that, you know, because I am so astute and, um, and make you feel like you're stupid. And I have seen some people that you thought was the most confident, was the most insecure people. They try to make, they try to make you feel like you're nothing. God has no respect of a person. Let me tell you something. I came from the projects. I, I, I was out there in the streets. But I knew that even when I was little, even when I was in 11th grade, I used to carry a briefcase for a book bag. I used to dress up. I was dressing up where I was going, not where I was at. I was just, I was just saying, you know what? I know God is going to do something with me. If you're streaming or if you're here, you are worthy. You are not worthless. No weapon, oh my God, will form you. No matter your demographics, no matter your skin color, God can raise you up. No matter who you are, no weapon. It says, the warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. Even after a lie, God still blessed him. Yeah. Let me tell you something. People are going to lie on you. And sometimes you want to fight the battle. But God's saying, nope, I got it. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to fight for you. Go to um, James 3. Check this out. We can make a large horse go wherever he wants 
whatever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth and a small rudder, make a huge ship turn wherever the pilot goes, chooses to go. Even though the winds are strong, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a, it is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it's set on fire by hell itself. Your tongue can be a weapon. Now, y'all know I do like props and stuff, so y'all work with me. You check this out. God can be cutting people out of your life right now. He can be cutting them out of your life. He probably have cut some people out of your life. And sometimes, and this one probably makes somebody mad, but just understand what I'm saying. Sometimes he might separate you from your family. You ain't hearing me. Sometimes you might get cut from your family because they think they know you. They, they treat you as common. And he may just separate for you. The problem is you start thinking, God, what is wrong with me? Why are you separating people from me? And then what we go do, we go try to go take these people and we try to take them back up to us because, God, we love them. We, we, we want to be with them. But you know what? He has separated you from them. And so we tape them back up. And you know what? Who is in your house? Because sometimes the people you're hanging with is causing you drama and you don't even know. You better watch the company you keep. Because sometimes I've seen where God begin to take people out of our lives, familiar spirits. And we'll hook right back up with them, familiar spirits. Somebody you dated a long time ago, now they went through a divorce, then you went through a divorce, and y'all have something in common. No. Oh, my gosh. Then you got people that want to do you like the woman that was caught in adultery. They'll look at your stuff that you did in your past, and they want to stone you. But how can we stone anybody? Because guess what? We all have done something. Because if you say you didn't, you're dealing with pride right there. I've seen where I've done things in my life that, that if it was up to y'all, I wouldn't be up here. But thank God, God is not like people. There are some things you're dealing with now your mama dealt with. It ain't even yours. There are some things you're dealing with your granddaddy dealt with. It ain't even yours. It's some stuff that I dealt with that wasn't even mine. And now I got to stand up and face it and deal with it. But guess what? Survey says, no weapon. Oh, my God. No weapon. You may be in a predicament right now where you feel like, I feel like I'm being stoned. I feel like I'm going through this. I feel like God, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Some of you right now, if you're streaming, some of you right now may be in a, a, an affair right now. Oh, my God. No, he didn't say that. Some of you right now might be in an affair. Get out. Get out the affair. We need to talk about this because it is so easy to come into the house of God and put on your church suit and your church smile and then you're still dealing. You know why? I did it. I was caught in it. Kurt, hold on, Kurt. You just told me that you've been in an affair before. Yeah. You just told your um, situation. I, caught, I got caught in it before, not with my wife. Yeah. Y'all like, like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> Let me tell you something. I was caught in it. I'm not, I'm not promoting this, but what I'm saying, get out. It is a trap. You mean to tell me you get into an affair, the very thing your wife or husband want for, you, won't, you can't give it to them, but you meet somebody new, you can give it right to them what they want. It's a trap. Oh, my God. I'm telling you this. You know why I can talk about this now? I'm delivered. God has brought me out of this. This is why I can talk about it. Kurt. Huh, hold on, Kurt. Hold on, Kurt. I've, I've heard you speak before. Man, you messed up. You mean to tell me you was diagnosed with depression and you're taking, you taking depression medicine now? Yes, I am, but I'm better than I ever been. You mean to tell me you had an affair? Yes, I did, but I'm delivered. I'm telling you, I don't care what you think about me. I am free now. Oh, my God. God has freed me. I thought that, let me tell you something, in those times, weapons were being formed. I thought, how in the world am I going to get out of this? I used to judge people that had an affair, and I found myself in it. Oh, my, you better be careful what you judge. Oh, I found myself in this predicament, and I said, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. The enemy tried, condemnation started settling with me. I felt condemned. But when you're in Christ, there is no more condemnation. You got to believe that in Christ, if you are in an affair now, get out. I'm telling you, it will not end well. Oh my God. Y'all looking like, y'all saying this dude is crazy. Right, and so and let me say this, y'all. So I'm going to expose the enemy. If you see your wife talking to me, I don't want her. I have a wife. See, the enemy will try to make you think, because I didn't expose that, that now you start playing with your mind. Okay, no weapon. Y'all hear me? Ah! Second Chronicles 20 and 17. It says, but you will not even need to fight. Take your position, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Deuteronomy 1 and 3 says, The Lord your God is going ahead of you. He will fight for you just as you saw him do in Egypt. No weapon. Some of you right now may be in dark places. Now, as I go back here, it's going to get dark and darker. Some of you might be in dark places right now. It's getting darker. You may be going through some stuff right now, dark places. Weapons are forming. Weapons are forming. But as I get closer to God, you may be in that fire now, but you keep going closer to him. You keep going closer. You keep going closer. Go to the light. 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 Come on. Come on. You got to go to the light. No matter what you're going through, I don't care what it is. No weapons formed. God is here. Let's go. God is right here. No matter what. I'm telling you, you want to cut some people, but you got no weapons. This is not happening in the kingdom of God. No weapons. No weapons. Some people can cut your heart and dig it in you. Some people can just keep hurting you, stabbing you in your heart. They know that it's pain, but God is saying, you know what? No weapons formed against you shall prosper. No weapons. No weapons. Listen, you may be single right now, and 
you have two people and you are ignoring the red flags you're dating they look good to you they know three scriptures and they're the man of God I've had people tell me if you want a good woman or a good man go to the house of God they didn't tell you they was undone that's why they in the house of God we go into the house looking for a good person they got problems too I'm in here trying to get healed myself so we get with these people and we ignore the red flags but you know what we don't want to burn so we want to get married because it's better to marry than burn so if I get married I can have sex and I won't go to hell so I'm really basing the relationship off sex but what about if they get in an accident they get hurt glory forbid and you can't have sex if that's the only thing you base it on where will you be y'all missed that so you get to the place where you come together it's like velcro and now that you're married and if you notice something when you go to the airports they have something called a baggage claim and you have to put your baggage to go through this like x-ray thing to see what you have in your bag a lot of us have let people on board in our lives and never checked the bag oh my god they had weapons in it <laughs> y'all missed that you have some people now that have weapons in your bag what do you mean Kurt they always tearing you down a weapon they never build you up a weapon they always speak negative a weapon they will leave you for the just leave you down a weapon we never check the bag so now we marry them and they was undone but now it's friction when you try to pull apart y'all ain't it's, it's like I, I just can't get away now you ignored the red flags and then we say no weapon formed against us but now you are married to them you didn't know that the dude of, or, or the woman was cray cray y'all have y'all noticed something when you see a movie these moves that say the perfect guy they the craziest the perfect wife they the craziest yeah I'm talking about still talking about weapons folks if you looking for a perfect person let me know when you find them because there's no it's not a perfect person none of us are perfect some of you need to go to Lowe's and just build you somebody because you're looking for something that ain't even real no weapon and so now you married but now I also found both of you didn't wasn't saved you get married one gets saved the other one is not saved and now you want to beat the other person over the head because they're not saved well y'all weren't saved when you got married so what you do you stay in there and you continue to pray because guess what the reason why they probably hadn't came in they know how you go to church all day and come and treat them oh God because a sanctified wife will sanctify a husband 
I've seen so many times where the, the, the man of God, you'll have somebody that will help the man of God like an armor bearer. You'll grab the pastor's bag, grab the pastor's Bible, and your wife got four kids on her arm, you won't even help her. That's not God. Help your wife. Oh my God. Ministry start at home. I'm still talking about no weapons. Weapons are going to form against you, but you got to know they won't prosper. No matter what you go through, you got to know as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I'm healed. My mind is right. Even though I'm taking my medicine, I'm healed in Jesus' name. Nobody would ever thought that Kurt was taking medicine for depression. In the house of God, I was the youth pastor and I was dealing. I encourage you, get help. It's nothing wrong with going to get help. The weapon still won't prosper. God have doctors here for a reason. Now I still pray for the doctor that he make a great, a good diagnosis. Now I didn't promote, I'm not, I hope I didn't, uh, well I don't, I mean when I say exposed too much, I'm just kind of like filleted. Uh, but I remember in those dark places, I don't want to do this again. It's just, it's just powerful to, to me. I remember when I was in this dark place, I, I thought that I wasn't going to get out. I thought that how am I going to get out of this, man? I'm in a dark place. I, God, I, I, I keep doing the same thing. I, I, I keep, I, I pray about it. I go back to it. I pray about it. I go back to it. When do I get free? But I kept walking. I kept walking. I kept walking. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I kept walking. I see the light. I see the light. I see the light. I see the light. The light exposes darkness. I want you to believe no matter what you're going through. And the reason why I can talk like this, because I'm free. And I want you all to be free. I, I don't want you to have to tote this stuff on your back and come in here and try to fake it. I don't try to judge nobody because if it was up, like I said, if it was up to people, I wouldn't be here standing up here. And let me take, let me encourage y'all. If you've been married twice and your, your first wife is still living, you're not going to hate. Like, I, I'm, listen, I'm forgiving. You can't make nobody be with you. I've had people say, well, you know, you committing adultery because your first wife is still, your ex-wife is still living. I, I'm forgiving. That, that, that you're not going to bind me up with that. And if you're on your second marriage, God can restore you. We don't want to talk about this. Like, there's restoration in the house of God. I did not start off in church because I thought they, all they do is judge you. Church folk is always judging you. And God took me the way I was, messed up. 
and clean me up and I'm still being clean. I was messed up, people. I was messed up. And I kept coming to the house of God and I kept feeling like, man, I ain't, I'm comparing myself to everybody else. It's like they got it right. They got it right. They, they didn't have it right either. They just was not so to really tell you what they dealt with. But we are overcome by the words of our testimony. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. <laughs> Sometimes you just really want to, y'all got a sword. This is, y'all get everything, right? Sometimes you just feel like some people get on your nerves so bad. Yes, in a church, you say that, Kurt. Sometimes they try, but don't get nobody no keys so they can drive you crazy. Oh my God, y'all tweet that. But sometimes you want to say, you know what? I just want to show them who I really am. But Matthew 26, 54, <laughs> survey says, put away your sword. Jesus told him, those who use the sword would die by the sword. We cannot use this in spiritual warfare. We have to use the word of God. We have to say, so what, how do you do this when you're being, when, when, when it's coming against you? 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 4, it says, We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning, to destroy false arguments. What are God's mighty weapons? The fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. We have to read the Word of God daily. We got to pray. Talk with God and let Him talk back to you. Speak the Word of God over your life. I saw this post. It said, He had no servants, yet they call Him Master. He had no degree, yet they call Him Teacher. He had no medicine, yet they call him healer. He had no army, yet kings feared him. He won no military battles, but yet he conquered the world. No weapons. This morning, weapons may be forming against you, but you don't know how you're going to combat them. First, you got to know that you need a Lord and Savior. First, you got to realize, I need you God to help me where would you be for eternity I'm not gonna embarrass you but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lead you with a simple prayer no one's looking around would you bow your heads if you was to die tonight this morning right now you don't know that you'll be with God for eternity raise your hand if you don't know if you don't know that you'll be with God for eternity if you don't know Raise them up high. I promise you I will not embarrass you. All right. I see your hands. You can put them down. Repeat after me this simple prayer. Say, God, I believe you sent your son 
Jesus to die on a cross for my sins. I believe on the third day you raise him for the dead. Thank you for saving me. Now come into my heart, lead me, and guide me. In Jesus' name, amen. You saved. That's, that's what salvation is. You receive them. But now you have to really take the steps to getting to know who, what you are saved from. What are you saved from? The penalty of sin. We don't deserve, I mean, God is there for us. And now you can quote the scripture that no weapon formed against us shall prosper.